When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Listen to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. And we welcome all of you, especially all the new folks who are finding out where we are. A lot of people every single day, Harry. I know. They say, wow, you're back on the radio. You're back on Sirius XM. You're back on SB Nation Radio at night. You're on Twitch.tv. You're everywhere. Even a lot of uh, video game fans are out there, Harry. Over the weekend, this I, I wasn't on the internet much. I was just chilling by pool. Well, you were in a pool. I wasn't in the pool all the time, but I was, pool, I was playing with the chickens. I was picking eggs, mm-hmm. helping my son work on his outboard motor. You know, I'm doing like all kinds of picking country eggs. Things. I want to, yeah, we go every you day. You gather. You don't pick them. I pick them. You gather well, eggs. Was this like an egg hunt? No, no. My no, son has chickens. 14 chickens, and they lay fresh. And these are real free-range chickens. Uh-huh. You know when you see free-range? Right. Now, do you have to pick up after the chickens, like clean up their dirt? No, they way wander around like five acres. These oh, chickens really? are real free-range. <laughs> when you go into a store and you pay $7 for a dozen eggs because it says right. free-range, you know what free-range is? It's like the size of this basement. Right. It's not in a cage. In exactly. other words, a tiny no, cage. No, it's a bigger cage. Right, it's not right. like where they're like all stacked together. Right. And I'm telling you, the eggs are different. If you have real free-range with a chick, and the chickens on my son's uh, farm... Mm. They walk around all day, and they're eating everything. Right. Like if you have a broken egg and you throw it down, it's a bad egg, they'll go and eat the egg. Chickens eat anything, and that's mm. why they taste better when they're free-range. You know, they have their own feed and their water. Right, right. It's amazing. Tr- chickens roam around, but they know when to go home at night. They <laughs> they're like me. Yeah, they're like Harry. <laughs> hey, it's about time. It's getting a little dark out there. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here, man. Somebody's going to eat so, us. Some possum's going to come up and eat us. Chickens go home to roost. Harry, that's what he does. He goes home to yeah. roost. And they always say the chickens are going to come home to roost that's one right. of these days. And they do every <laughs> single night. And then I, I, would, I would lead them in. I was uh, actually leading a brigade of chickens. See, now I night. needed video of that. What is Robin, Robin doing? Robin has not video taking of me video with the chickens. Of you I did. They have been posted before. Line of chickens Like the Jungle Book. You. Yeah, I yeah. They, they lead they them actually, all in. They do. I'd be like Noah. I'm like I'm like the the duck parade down there at the hotel in Memphis. There's a hotel in Memphis that has the ducks every day. Robin's been there, right? Oh, yeah, that's yep. that there's old hotel. There's one in hotel. Orlando, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's one in Memphis, and there's one at Disney World where they bring the, the ducks down. The ducks live up in their own floor, mm-hmm. and then they bring them down, and they parade them through the lobby every so day. It's one of those Gaylord hotels? Yes, it yes. is a Gaylord. Yes. That is yeah. great. Let me give yes. you a roaring round of applause. Exactly Harry. right. John McMullen does like farm animals, too, Harry, <laughs> and he'll be on this hour with us. <laughs> 
Oh, man. I am the chicken whisperer. <laughs> Were you doing a show for the chickens? Like no, as you they love around? me. The chickens are great. You pick them up. They walk up to you. Yeah. They're awesome. You don't have to chase around like Rocky to catch one? Yeah. No. Did Rocky chase around Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't remember that? Was that Rocky 1? Yes. I don't remember. I only remember a couple scenes from that. That's how long it's been since I've seen it. It was 1976. That's the last time I watched it. The first time I watched it was the last time I watched Rocky. Hmm. Before we went on the uh, the chicken (laughs) tangent, you were talking about the gamers over the weekend. Yes. So as I'm walking, I wasn't on the phone. I was doing farm stuff, Mm -hmm. cutting grass, watering grass, picking crops. Right. You know, collecting eggs. I was. My son's got a big – he's got a lot of – he's got – Produce. Farmer right. Tony. Farm. I'm rural, Harry. I can get rural, too. I'm a city guy. Now, what kind of footwear were you wearing to go ro- walk around? I was wearing around. my flip-flops. Really? Yeah, I wear the same shoes all the time. That's not farmer gear. That's true. These are nice. These are Crocs. Well, that's not farmer gear. It is to me. <laughs> no, a lot of farmers don't wear any shoes. Oh, yeah. The chicks, they take their shoes off. They're walking in all the poop and stuff. Mm. you got to be one with nature, Harry. you got to get out of the damn city every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get out of the city every day. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not staying. No, it was the Peabody Hotel. Oh, the Peabody. The okay. Peabody Hotel. Thank you, Dean Loudbags. Mm. And once again, back to back. So the now, weekend. so I pick up the phone at night. You know, mm. my, my my the baby goes to sleep at like six. My son goes to sleep at like eight, and his wife. They're all asleep by eight o'clock, and it's not even dark out yet. So I get my phone and I'm checking the stuff. And then I see that there's a thread with people saying that they should bring me back in Madden games to, to fix the Madden franchise. Mm. Right. There's fix. hashtag fix Madden franchise was trending. So I had nothing to do with this. I'm not in there saying, hey, fix Madden franchise. You know, I was in the game for three years. I was right. happy to be there. So now all these people who want the Madden franchise part of the games fixed because they've been not happy with well, it. Well, what's wrong whatever. with it? I don't know. Don't they ask me. They say it's boring. That's what they, they say that there's like there's no excitement in the franchise mode that the last time it was good mm. were the years that Tony was on it. And okay. so they associate the franchise mode being fantastic well, when Tony's on. They so they're they're petitioning Madden maybe to bring Tony that's back. That's because those people were 13 years younger back exactly. then and things were always better when you first got Could them. Could be. Much like I look back on, you know, decades ago and think that this sport was better. No, it's you're right. Because I was younger. You're absolutely and right. Much like Tony looks back on pre-Miss Robin. As the good days. The good old days. Exactly like that. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> no, what, you know, what's interesting is since I've been doing radio for so long, there are people who remember me from my early radio days. Mm-hmm. There are people who remember me from ESPN or from Fox Sports Radio or Best Damn Sports Show, but there's a generation that don't don't know me that remember me only from the video game, right. from the Madden franchise, which is the most that successful That hit a totally brand. different demographic Absolutely. at the time, And those right? guys, now you remember, that's 15 years ago now. Right. That's 2005, 6, and 7. So that generation, probably in their teens, are now in their 30s, and so they remember me from the game. Mm. So they're all, they sit around and they talk about video games all the time, and they talk about the Madden franchise. So we need a reboot with your voice on I'm not saying that. I, I talk to the Madden people every year when we see them at the Super Bowl. Well, they're petitioning. They would like the franchise mode to be revamped again, to be more exciting, to have it be fun, not just really, really dry. And one of the suggestions is to bring Tony back. Everybody mm. loved him in it. And Tony's like, yeah, I mean, uh, I wouldn't mind I, if yeah, they asked me to. they called me and said, would you do it again? I say, absolutely. But people are saying, how about somebody else? How about Colin Cowell? Or Stephen A. Smith. So I did a podcast last night uh, with his shutdown safety is his hashtag. And uh, Ryan Moody is Ryan the- Moody's the guy. He's a big uh, 
fan of the show, and he's a big fan of the Madden franchise. So he said, hey, let's do a podcast. So I sat down with him last night for 15 minutes, and we talked about it. I'm not petitioning. I'm not saying, hey, Madden, you got to put me back in. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is if they wanted to call me and say, we'll do, you know, let's do another thing, we'll do it. I wasn't fired. We did a three-year contract. And one thing I say, the EA Sports people, the Madden franchise, the most successful, they always try to do new things every year. You know, when we did it back in the day in 05, Al Michaels and I went into the same studio in Santa Monica, California, Harry. Mm-hmm. I remember it vividly. Al would be in the studio doing his part of it because he was doing the play-by-play in that era. Right. And then I was they had me as the radio show in there, which was the first time they ever did it. And the fact that they picked me out of anybody they could have picked, there wasn't an audition. They just called me and said they heard me on the air and said, hey, we think you'd be a perfect fit for this franchise mode. So I said, absolutely. Was I going to say, no, I don't want to do it? So it was a lot of fun. You're horrible at selling yourself, by the way. I know that you're not trying to sell yourself, but let's just say that there is a huge market for nostalgia. Nostalgia is a big thing, whether whether you are whether you participated in the good old days the first time around or whether you are re-experiencing it again. So I think it's a fantastic idea. Bring Tony Bruno back. Well, again, that's that's if you want to do that, I'm not I'm not putting a gun to He's the not people at EA you. Sports. No. The bottom line is, it was a lot of fun. It if was you get the call, you would say, I would hell yes. Call. But I don't want people to think that I'm leading some online campaign. campaign. Well, I'd no. say we do that anyway. Yeah. I'll let the people decide that. I don't make those decisions, Harry. I'm just here. And the one thing that I'll say about the Madden games, you know, it's, it's, it's incredible to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. As I said, what do John Morant and Tony Bruno have in common? And the answer is, John Morant has never been on the box of any video game. Right. So, I mean, I got that so at least going for me. Yeah, so that's not in common. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah, you have right. nothing in common. Nothing is right, the answer. Right, But nothing is negative, so I don't want to be negative, Harry. You know what I mean? I'm a positive see, influence pe- here. people on the Twitch stream are agreeing, bring Bruno back. You can bring B-B-B. me back. You can bring Sexy back. You can bring whatever you want back. Bring back the good old days, just so that I don't have to hear about how fantastic they were right. 10 years ago. <laughs> Now, Beerback says if Tony goes back on Madden, Harry has to be on it, too. Why? I don't know. That's People are saying that. What nope. am I, the sideline reporter? Absolutely. Well, now let's throw <laughs> it down the to The field Harry. analyst. Now let's find out how Harry's fantasy team is doing <laughs> as we check in on the 18th tee no. at the 1912 club. Right. Exactly. I want, <laughs> I want to go do like a uh, EA Sports or whatever golf. Like put me on that. Oh, that would yeah. totally yeah. make sense. PGA Tour is coming back, actually. It is? In the video game. Yes, it All is. Right. Don't tell me DeChambeau is going to be on the cover. <laughs> hey, listen, of course he, he keeps is. winning Jesus. tournaments, you know, now he's the favorite to win the Masters. Yeah, he ain't winning the Masters this year. Tony would be like, let's go down to the sideline to Harry Mays. Harry, give us an update. Exactly. Well, I am pissed off. It is <laughs> raining out, and I just want to be on the golf course. Back to you, that Tony. That would be perfect. <laughs> we, have, we have a phone call, Tony. Let's go to Iowa. Let's go to our buddy Rick in Iowa. Rick, what's going on out there today, man? Oh, ready to go, TB. It's great to hear you back. Um, I got a chance for me at Gran Amigo Jose tomorrow. But what up Wednesday? Yes, it's tomorrow's what up That's Wednesday right. already, Harry. What happened I this like week? See, I like to see how much, uh, how many uh, what up he can say in Espanol and Spanish. What up? Oh, yeah. Now, what is the literal translation of what up in Spanish? Oh, there's a lot of them. In Cuba is... And Colombia is que hubo llave. And Dominican is que loco. What up? And Mexico is que una way, not the wing way either. What up? Um, 
I have a question, though. If, if, did I say White House, though, without being called racist, I wonder? White House? White House? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yes. There's the White Castle, which is the hamburger chain. There's the White House in Washington. There's the White House substop in Atlantic City. And, then, of course, yeah. there's the White House in Dallas where the Cowboys used to go and do dope back when they were winning right. Super Bowls back in the yeah. 80s. Now it's called South America, by the way, where the Cowboys play. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I think we should have a name change here, too, in the show. What's the, uh, what do you want to change the name to? From Miss Robin to Queen Princess Robin. Oh, we're going to upgrade her. She's yes. going to go from, queen, from Princess Robin to Queen Robin. Yes, from Miss Robin to Queen Princess Robin. Queen, queen and Princess. Princess. You can't be a queen. Oh. A princess is a queen's above everybody, right, isn't she? Right, right, yeah. Oh, it's above queen. a princess. Yeah. Queen. <laughs> but she's both. That's how good she is. Why, thank you. I knew I liked you. <laughs> we were watching the Queen documentary the other night, coincidentally. It was the one about oh, yeah. the, oh, the band. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. one about what's his face, Adam Lambert becoming oh, the yeah. new voice, the new. It was frontman. actually a really great documentary about how he became. It was a lot of the back history of it. It was awesome. Yeah, Adam Lambert's amazingly talented man. He so many other bands talking about how Queen um, was the greatest band of yeah. all time. Period. No doubt about it. Because they did everything. They could do right. everything: opera, rock and roll, uh, dance music, soul. Incredible. I'm amazing. And, then, so and remember, stuck. we talk about the Madden, the, the separation in the Madden games and 15 years later. Mm -hmm. What about Queen? They were huge back in the 80s, and well, now the they're 70s huge and again. 80s, yeah. and now they're huge again. Right. Generations of kids who had no idea who Queen was because of the movie. and the, Long and the, after Freddie died. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. He died in 91. Yeah. Hard to believe, man. Hey, Rick, good Speaking stuff. Yes, go ahead. Speaking about Queen, um, I got a dedication to my friends from the Dallas Cowboys when... Uh, Mr. Tan from the Eagles beats them. We can say another one bites the dust. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rick, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for calling Thanks, in. Another great call oh, from Rick. He was great last His week. His laugh is great, too. Remember? I'm telling you, I got Beavis and Butthead. That laugh is Beavis and Butthead. He debuted early last yes, week. It was a big hit. Strong. <clears throat> yeah. Strong, strong <laughs> oh. stuff. It's like kind of like that French. Ha ha. <laughs> Speaking of queens, it. how long till McMullen, they ask wow. on the Twitch stream? Oh, man. Come on, man. Just think of all the uh, sports songs that Queen. We will rock you. Yeah. We are the champions. Another we one will bites rock the you. dust. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's incredible that those Queen songs are still played in arenas when we have sports, like, that they're still rocking pretty much every arena in the world. And sports when, anthems. And exactly. when after Freddie died, they had a, a send-off concert. They had to have like 30 different people singing his songs because he nobody could do his range. No. One person couldn't do it exactly. until Adam. The great John McMullen. Talk about range. Well, John doesn't have it. He's free-range. But he is free-range, just like the chickens that come home to roost. John McMullen comes back on this program, and he'll join us next with the latest on the whole Deshaun Jackson debacle. So stick around. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest-growing crimes. 
It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts and don't forget the popular if we're gonna die let us die drunk at least plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information this is about more than work it's about growing a community every day across the country the highly skilled highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right doing the job safe and doing the job on time because while we might be experts in our field (laughs) we're also your friends and neighbors ibew the power professionals in your neighborhood i can't get my computer to work let me help you with that How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks On Site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Well, it could be worse, Harry Mays. We could be in Beaver County, Pennsylvania where our governor, Tom Wolf has decided to shut it down again. Oh. They're shutting down restaurants. Which is insane because almost all of the Beaver County um, incident, the COVID outbreak, was in a nursing home. Mm. Yes. So anyway, I don't know what's going on. A man who knows Beaver County, and he knows all the counties, he is a lineman for the county. <laughs> That's and he Wichita drives lineman. the main roads. Yes, he does. 
searching in the clouds for another overload. Beautiful. Harry. The great John McMullen. That was He's Jimmy on, Webb, I think, yes, wrote he that was. song. I told right? you, you heard it. We yeah. used to, Glenn Campbell and I sang it together yeah. on the air. I get, I guarantee you, John McMullen's never done that. <laughs> John, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. I also know about uh, shutting things down. I know a lot about that as well. Exactly right. What is your go-to karaoke song? Uh, my go-to karaoke song. Yeah, that's uh, I got to think about that. How about a little uh, my way, a little Sinatra? Well, you shut the bar down when you do that. At yeah. The end of the night. Yeah. Now, do you don a fedora when you go sing that, or uh, you got to? Yeah. You got to. He didn't lease Chairman a Katara, though. Remember that. I leased yeah. a Katara once. Remember when the Cadillac had Cadillac the Katara, <laughs> and the whole campaign was to lease one, and you lease a Katara. Mm. And I knew Lisa Katara. Lisa Katara, yeah, it's sure. a common name. I would give almost anything to see John McMullen sing karaoke. I know. Alright, we'll do it live. Uh, we'll do it live. live. I'm actually visualizing we'll it, it right now. We'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. I'll write it. All right, uh, John. I saw your tweet earlier this morning. I hope you didn't take offense to my response when you posted the Eagle statement on the Deshaun Jackson comments. I took offense, on offense, and uh, I, I'm banning you, shutting you down, Tony Bruno. No, I didn't take I've been any shut any down many, many times in the past. Whatsoever. Robin shut me down this weekend in Maryland, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. Uh, obviously, everybody, nobody saying what he said was okay. I, it, but the thing about the, the, my point of this is, I'm not one to call for people's heads. I'm not saying he should be banned from the league, cut immediately. But there is a lot of outrage, and the Eagles did what they had to do: is release a statement. And the thing about this, to me, that makes it hard to understand is that this isn't some shoot off the hip tweet or something that you say in jest or even you think is jest. Somebody had to sit down, copy, and paste alleged Hitler quotes, which he didn't say but were in a book, and then find a video of Louis Farrakhan blaming Dr. Fauci and the, the co-founder of Microsoft, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, for coming up with a vaccine that's going to eliminate people on the planet. I mean, that's, that's going a little far to put, a, put an Instagram tweet together, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, to say the least. Uh, you know, I, I'm still trying to figure out what the hell Deshaun was trying to get across. So that was the first thought. Obviously, then Joe Banner kind of took off with it yes. and exploded from there. But And understandably so. I mean, uh, Joe's Jewish, and anybody who is upset by that, you can certainly understand why. But from Deshaun's perspective, um, I, I, you know, I think it's ignorance, and I think there's this assumption, and I've written about this a lot over the years, that celebrities, athletes have this moral authority to talk about really, really layered issues, and I don't know where that comes from. I don't know why people expect it. And, you know, it's not to say you can't. Uh, someone like Malcolm Jenkins spends a ton of time learning about things, you know, speaks in front of Congress, speaks in front of local governments, uh, local officials. You know, he's got a he's got a real passion for it. Um, it. It came across to me as ignorance more than hatred. And now I can't prove that because Sean is not answering any of our queries at this point. And obviously, he's caught up with his agent and talking to the Eagles and having this back and forth. But. Um, <laughs> But it's, I say it all the time on this show. Get off social media, man. Yeah. 
Get off. And it wasn't even like it was it wasn't something that was top of mind. It wasn't like he was talking about the Black Lives Matter protests or police brutality. He just went off on a whole different tangent. Ten- yeah. Tangent that like of all the things you can think of to tweet or, or put on Instagram, that's what you come up with? Yeah, and, and it was so weird because it, it seemed to me he, 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 he didn't forget about Hitler. I, I mean, it, it's astonishing that nobody, that anyone wouldn't know that you should probably steer clear of that. And, and by the way, those are not even actual quotes. Right. But, you know, if you look at Louis Farrakhan, it seemed like he didn't have the full understanding of who he is and his reputation and his history and his uh, anti-Semitic remarks. It, it, so it was almost like he, he fumbled across Farrakhan, heard something he liked, maybe out of context, and said, wow, this guy's not bad. Uh, but I, I, I don't know if that's what happened. Uh, but it sure seemed like he didn't have any information on who the guy is or, or was or what he's done. Follow John on Twitter at J.F. McMullen. Now, John, what did you make of the part of the Eagles statement where they say, we are continuing to evaluate the circumstances and will take appropriate action? Yeah, they left it open-ended. I, I think, I always joke, when, when ESPN turns into CNN or Fox Sports turns into Fox News, that's when you know you got a, uh, a problem. So we'll see where this goes as far as shelf life, as far as the news cycle. And if the CNNs of the world and the Fox Newses and the MSNBCs and they push and pick up on this, becomes a bigger problem. And, you know, there's also the cynical part of it, and this is big as well. If the Eagles can get back the money they owe them, you know what? He's going to be gone next year anyway. Mm-hmm. Maybe avoid the public relations hurdle and say, let's get to the young receivers a little bit quicker. Yeah, but you know that they need him. And obviously, and Harry made a great point earlier when we were talking about it at the beginning of the show today, John. I mentioned the Riley Cooper thing. I think Jeffrey Lurie has the Riley Cooper card to play because Riley Cooper could have been cut after the idiotic thing that he did at the he concert. He was expendable. Yeah, he was yeah. very expendable. At the concert, of course, Kenny Chesney he was drunk with a bunch of friends. They wanted to get up on stage, and there was a security guard who was African-American, for those who don't remember the story, and he uh, started yelling at this guy using racial epithets, and then that was caught on tape and was put out there, and everybody wanted him gone, and then they calmed that down. But Harry made the point. The reason it calmed down was not just because they punished him and sent him to Florida to get away. Michael Vick. Michael Vick sat in the locker room and said, no, we want to keep him around. Is that something that will happen here? Harry said, if Carson Wentz goes and gets the locker room together, would they listen to him if he speaks out and says, we've got to give Deshaun Jackson another chance? Or is it up to the Jewish community and 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 the anger that's being expressed today by many members, not only in the media, but of anybody in the Jewish community? Yeah, well, I think if they, if, if, if outside the building, so to speak, pushes it far enough, I think it becomes untenable. And yeah, I mean, you see cancel culture, and I never agree with it, right? And I'm not going to agree with it uh, for Deshaun Jackson as well. Uh, but inside the building, yeah, I'm glad Harry brought that up because people lose the context of that. The Eagles were going to cut Riley Cooper. They were gone to release yep. him. Mm-hmm. And Michael Vick uh, talked them out of it, essentially. Um and then, as you know, 
years, he actually got an extension after everything blew over and never lived up to that extension as well. But um, so people putting that together and saying, well, they didn't cut Riley Cooper. There was a lot uh, of context added into that. So, and, and by the way, even though it was only whatever it was, 2013, I forget, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem like a long time ago, but you've lived through the past month. You see how everyone is now. Uh, it is ultra-sensitive now. It's different now. Uh, and you have to factor that in as well. You know, I use the term selective morality, and I've been using it for decades, so it's not just new in the cancel culture. That's the world we live in right now. You could be somebody who does something heinous, and if the, if the crowd, if the woke crowd and the media that wants everything canceled doesn't come after you, you get a pass. If they do come after you and destroy you, then there's nothing you can do. And the Drew Brees is being brought up by a lot of people. How many times did he have to apologize for something that a lot of people didn't think was incendiary, but apparently was to others? Yeah, I, I, I think they're completely different categories. I, I mean, I, I don't think... Uh, Drew brought up Hitler, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, so I think there's a slight difference from that standpoint. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Drew should have never apologized, should have never been forced to apologize, to be honest. Uh, it, it's not that you can't have a difference of opinion. Everyone can. No, and you can't. What are you talking about, John? You know you can't. <laughs> well, Con exactly. Conform. That's where we are. And, and that's the point. Conform or canceled. Jackson. So when you talk about Deshaun from a football standpoint, yeah, he's the only proven receiver on this team because Alshon Jeffrey's not going to be healthy. Who knows when? Uh, so from that standpoint, you say, okay, yeah, they're going to keep him. And maybe in a typical year, you're correct. But I think if, if things go in a negative direction from that cancel culture, the Eagles it might force the Eagles' hand. And – yeah, the second part of it, the cynical part, always in the NFL, and this is where things haven't changed. If this was the 53rd guy on the roster, he would have already been Oh, gone. absolutely. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. And you're right. The fact that they need him and Carson Wentz needs him to stretch the field, which we saw in his one appearance last year in the first game, yeah. it's obvious. You're absolutely right. The fact that this guy is an important part of this team this coming season Unless there isn't a season. Yeah. Say there isn't oh, a that's season. That's part of it, too. No, say there I, isn't I mean, a season. About, then what happens? Yeah, think about all the, the things added into. We don't even know if we're going to have a season. The NFL, the NFLPA can't get together on anything. We're three weeks away. They can't agree on lunch. Uh, never mind protocols. They can't agree on preseason games. Nothing. Uh, and they only got three weeks to figure that out. Then you got the spike in testing. Everybody's panicking. Everybody thinks it's the end of the world from that standpoint. So you have the PR hurdle. Uh, and then you have Deshaun's 33 years old. And how many games is he going to play in a best-case scenario anyway? And, and as I said, they have an out, even though he's under contract. Um, after this season, if it does uh, go off, you would think at 34 years old, coming back in 2021, you have Jalen Rager. not going to be back anyway. Well, if there isn't a season, will Patrick Mahomes be able to survive on his signing bonus <laughs> money, uh, John? What would you think of that deal? Yeah, I love, I love it because we got a new term. The NFL is great. The NFL agents are great because they make up things. It, it used to be years ago, it used to be guaranteed money. 
Then it became fully guaranteed money. And now we have guaranteed mechanism. Mechanism? Uh, mechanism. Mechanism is a new word? Yeah. Well, it's not a new word. It's a new phrase. Well, I know it's not a new word. (laughs) I didn't know if you knew, Tom. Come on, John. You think Uh, I'm that dumb? (laughs) So, you know, when people compare it and say it's the biggest contract, no, Mike Trout has a better contract because Mike Trout is guaranteed 400 and whatever, $26 million. But uh, Patrick Mahomes, I, I mean, if he continues to play at the level he's playing at, I got news for you. Five years into this contract, they're going to redo it. Yep. And he's going to get more money. Right, because all the dead money's gone. Yeah, if he yeah. gets hurt and, you know, they have all these roster bonuses that essentially are put in there for both sides, the Chiefs will have to decide early in March. Uh, do we want to pay you this huge number? Uh, and if he gets banged up or things go in a horrible direction, they can just move on. So uh, it's never what it seems to be. But what it is is the largest contract in NFL history, and deservedly so, for the best quarterback in football. Now, of course, there's a lot of great tweets. DeAndre Hopkins five minutes ago tweeted, 24 reasons why Mahomes deserves that. Zero doubts he will win more Super Bowls. So he puts up the score of Houston 24, Kansas City nothing in that game. Mm-hmm. And then he obviously <laughs> gives him love. And everybody's giving him love. Even Jason, uh, even Travis Kelsey, did you see the video of all the guys carrying in the equipment into the tunnel at Arrowhead Stadium? Yeah. And they're bringing in his money. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of great, great comments and videos uh, on this contract. And, you know, we, we met the kid before he was drafted at the Super Bowl. Oh, he's great. We talk yeah. about a great family structure. His dad was a pitcher. We know the story. His mom was great. And we even talked to, uh, we even talked to uh, Pete Sweeney in Kansas City there. And he said that, you know, this girlfriend who's been with him since high school, you know, she's obviously going to be looking for a, a nice rock pretty soon, don't you think? <laughs> I, I would think so. <laughs> she won the lottery as well. So that's part of it. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's interesting. That game was, what was the Houston game? 24 nothing. 24 nothing. You know, once Kansas City scored that first touchdown, that's the first time in my life I'm looking at a 24-7 game saying, this game's over. Houston, <laughs> Houston's not going to win. I know. I felt the same way, John. Now, how does this, if at all, affect things with Dak Prescott? Well, it, it affects in the fact that, and, and this is, you know, something the Cowboys have had an issue with historically is they, they wait too long. And you only get in trouble when you wait. You, you, uh, generally, the smart organizations in this league, they target their foundational players early and try to get contracts done early because it, and the history of this league is the price tag's only going up. So it's already gone up for Dak Prescott. He's not going to be in Patrick Mahomes' league. He's, he's by himself right. now. Uh, but when you talk about Sean Watson as well, those guys are getting a little bit more money today than they were yesterday. Hmm. No, you're right. And, you, and, you know, and, and Carson Wentz, there was a lot of conversation about his deal, which they got That's done. That's team-friendly now. That's 13 yeah. months ago. Yep. Wow. <laughs> when the Eagles gave Carson Wentz the most guaranteed money in the history of pro football, and everybody said, Really? And now it's team friendly. Time to tear it up and get well. a new deal, John. I need a team friendly <laughs> deal here on these on these shows that I'm doing now. I need a much more team. I don't need a team friendly. I need a Tony friendly. Yeah, deal we need here. to tear your deal up exactly and do it again. Right. I may do it live on the air. Right. I may torch it right here. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. I'll, I'll set the entire studio on fire. How about that? 
Hey, uh, John, <laughs> well, now the other thing that happened and, and caught more fire over the weekend is the uh, firestorm down with the team, the football team in Washington. Yes. And their nickname. Now, you can say Redskins. I'm going to well, say I, Redskins. I know. I'm just, you know, because that's what everybody else is doing. Now they're just calling them the team in D.C. I'm not. Or I'm Washington calling them the Redskins until they're team. not the Redskins. What, what, do you think this really now is the, the tipping point and they end up having to change their name? I know Ron Rivera, I think, is working with the yeah. owner. Even FedEx doesn't want to have a third. Well, he's a part care? owner. I didn't even know that guy was a part owner. Yes. Yeah. Well, listen, we went, we've been to FedEx. No one wants to be associated with that stadium. No, no, no. no. <laughs> well, they want a new stadium, and that's part of this whole thing about changing the Worst. name. Yes. Worst road trip of the year, yeah. FedEx Field. But, uh, <laughs> now, I, yeah, I think it's done. I think it's – and that's where we are. We talked about it with Sean. I mean, it's a different culture, uh, and you're swimming upstream. So, I not only think it's going to be changed, I think it's going to be changed for this season. I think it's mm. going to be that quick. Uh, and it happens that quickly. But, yeah, I, I've always I, – I think I said it on the show last week before you guys went on – what were you, on vacation for like three weeks? It took off two days. Three weeks. <laughs> I'd love three weeks right now. Uh, yeah, I, from a media standpoint, I, I mean, I, how do you tell the story of the Washington Redskins changing their name without saying their name? It doesn't make any sense to me. I agree. John, so let me ask you again. It's a new week. Will we have a football season this year? Because every day, depending on which media writer you like who wants everything shut down, will we have a football season? Well, it's getting worse, I will say that. I mean, J.C. Treader, he writes his column. He's the president of the NFLPA. He writes a column on the website, um, which essentially gives an update to the players. But, you know, these guys can't agree on anything. Uh, and, and I mentioned the preseason, all the protocols coming up, uh, all the changes. We're three weeks away. Uh, I, I'll ultimately, I think that part of it gets together. But I think the bigger hurdle is, is the PR hurdle, and people are fearful. And they don't understand that positive test. You know, a lot of positive tests, the NFL expects players to test positive. They expect that. But I, I don't think the average fan expects that. And so when it does happen, and you've seen it in other sports, everybody panics. Mm-hmm. And they could be asymptomatic. They could not be sick at all. Well, how about the interesting uh, thing with the, uh, with the MLS team, the, the Dallas club? The, uh, FC, yeah. the FC Dallas, they're supposed to start tomorrow – Right in right, down, eight, yeah. down in, uh, in in Orlando in the bubble, the MLS, what is it called? The reboot, whatever they're calling it. It's a tournament. That it's called no, MLS is back tournament. They had ten players test positive on FC Dallas, and they pulled out of the tournament. And the reigning champion of the league from the LA Football Club, Carlos Vela, has opted out. He was the MLS yeah. MVP because of family complications. So, mm. it's every sport that's getting involved, except golf. You know, they had a scare two weeks ago, but now all of a sudden, you notice, nobody's bailing, nobody's pulled out of any tournaments recently. Yeah. You just keep yeah, testing. Yeah, you're going to see opt-outs. I think you're going to see I, – I think it's going to get ugly. I, I, I don't know if we're going to start and finish on time, but I will say everything changes second week of November. Yeah, election. And it doesn't matter who wins. Yeah. Everything restarts. Mark it down. Mark yep. it. Cue it up. Is Mark it a stone-cold guaranteed lead pipe lock, John? Yes, sir. I, you I got think, the audio. I think I read that somewhere in the Philly Voice column by one J.F. <laughs> McMullen.
Was that a recent column? Yes. Was that today? Over the weekend I read that. Yeah. When did you write that one, John, that locked it in? Uh, I believe that was the Thursday column of last week. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's when we mailed it in and said to hell yeah. with it for the rest of the weekend. John. I apologize. <laughs> now, Rothstein, Understandable. Rothstein, who you do the Extending the Play podcast with, on a weekly basis, has an idea here with involving the Twitch stream and your radio appearances on this show. Yeah, so first I want to apologize to John for this idea, but the, <laughs> the idea is we get the Twitch stream to have some fun and have appropriate questions like the one that Harry asked you to start the interview. What's your go-to karaoke song? So the Twitch stream is creative. They come up with five to ten questions and we just do a, a rapid fire have some fun with johnny mac now do you pick the questions you or robin because you're monitoring the twitch stream uh we as... can work out the logistics but you know they're going to be coming across the screen so right. you can pick one out well, the question is who, who who do i trust more to, to uh <laughs> to edit this yeah would it be robin or ryan i don't think it would be robin to edit uh, i don't think it would be so. me either so <laughs> Yeah, I don't see this going well for him. We'll no, it won't. That's no. why it's going to well, be great. I already have audio from the Twitch stream for it. <laughs> we have tape. this man. No! <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's one. What's his favorite Yacht Rock song from TMCD215? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, that's a good one. i, I got to think about that. Maybe is Pina Colada? Is that a yacht rock? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That song has jumped the shark, though, man. Yeah, but that's a that's a yacht rock. Yeah, they play it like every hour, though. That's I I love yacht rock, but they have like the same fifty songs, and they just play them over and over again. And then sometimes they play the same B side, which is like a horrible B side song. Play Rupert Murdoch's non hits. There was another, what was it called, a telephone song or something? Oh, so bad. Oh man, that's the worst song ever recorded. How do you play that? Uh, well, how do you play Rupert Murdoch's hit? Yeah. How many are there? Well, no, Pina Colada song, but then the yeah, follow-up, exactly. even Joe even Joe Rupert Seymour. Murdoch started Fox News. Yeah, that's yeah. Rupert Murdoch. You're right. That's what happened to him. He went to hell, too. Well, I mean, Rupert Murdoch yeah. has other hits. Everyone's just forgotten. No, it's except Rupert Holmes. Rupert Holmes. Holmes. Now he's got me saying that. Rupert Murdoch. He's got, he's got a number of hits. Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. He, he was more of a cult figure on the music scene, not, yeah, not a hit maker. Rupert Holmes. Jesus. He's the sexual harassment kind. I think Rupert Murdoch. Right, exactly right. right. But like right. Rupert Holmes wrote, what is it, Timothy for, he wrote songs for other people too. That's, you know, cause he had hits on his own but wrote hits for people as well. So Exactly right. He was a multi-talented guy with one hit. He's still a one-hit wonder. Well, I thought he had charting hits after that. They've all just kind of been forgotten. Kind of like Passion by Rod Stewart. No one knows that song and it was a top five hit. Oh, yeah. I know Passion by Rod Stewart. So that Pina Colada song is actually called Escape. Escape. Yes. Yeah, I didn't right. even know that. Yes. It's a cheating song. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to, I mean, you're, you're limiting yourself by going only Yacht Rock. They, as you mentioned, they only they only play 50 songs on a loop. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one song that they, we, we hadn't had a chance to play, and we should coming out here, John, because we lost the great Charlie Daniels over the weekend. Oh, there. really? Uh, yeah. Charlie, you didn't yeah. know Charlie Daniels no, died? I, I was playing golf. How man. do you not? Charlie Daniels died. I wasn't on Twitter. I couldn't see, care less about the news. Twitter. You have we, to be on planet Earth. To I never knew, and I we feel lost, good about it. We lost two big ones. Um, Charlie Daniels. And Ennio Morricone is dead. Ennio Morricone. You know who he is, right? 91 years old. He came up with all the great songs like 
the good, the bad, and yeah, the, 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 the Eastwood great, movies, yeah, the, the, the spaghetti, spaghetti westerns. westerns. Yeah, yeah. Also in the, he also did the music that they use in the uh, Modelo commercials, mm. which is also from the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's great knowledge right there. You're not getting this on any other sports show. That's spaghetti western knowledge right yeah. there. Yes, it is. You know why they call them spaghetti westerns? That was racist, by the way. Because they were filmed in Italy. Yeah. yeah. They're like yeah. saying only, only Italians yeah. have spaghetti. Well, now we got to cancel them, too. Let's cancel spaghetti westerns. The, uh, the Tarantino movie uh, with Brad Pitt and Leo DiCaprio. Which uh, one? The, oh, they, the uh, recent Once one. Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time yeah. in Hollywood. Exactly. Uh, Le, uh, Leo's character went over to Italy to film spaghetti westerns. That is mm. correct. I don't know why they even put that in there. They just made the movie too long. They should have gotten rid of that part. They, they could have done without that. Jesus. It was too long. John McMullen, ladies and gentlemen. John, we missed you. It's been a long week without you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the Twitch stream missed me as well. And thanks a lot, Ryan. I appreciate it. No, thank you, Ryan. And thank you, John. John McMullen. All right. Thanks, John. Thanks, brother. we got to play a little uh, Charlie Daniels, Harry. Is there a more iconic song than The Devil Went Down to Georgia? Oh, that's a phenomenal song. He's got a lot of other good hits, too, I know, but yeah. that's the one that everybody knows. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think McMullen liked the idea too much. Yeah, no. that's too bad. We're, We're still going to do it. We're going to do it? Good. <laughs> You're going to do what we say on this show. <laughs> We're coming right back. 215-462-TONY. We have open lines, too. You want to chime in on any of the hot topics today? Not the store hot topics. Didn't they go out of business? We'll find out next, so stick around. Hi, Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information when life is in chaos your home is your safe haven it's your most important asset but do you own it don't be so sure imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out it happened to deborah and it's happening everywhere it's called home title theft and the fbi calls it one of the fastest growing crimes it's why i urge you to get home title lock your home's legal title is kept online and thieves know it They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. 
All right, during the break, we cranked up a little Charlie Daniels, Harry. Devil went down to Georgia. Let's bring it back. How many guys can do sing, record, uh, not sing, write, mm -hmm. and then play the fiddle like, like, like Charlie Daniels did? Yeah, and I think he can play a couple other instruments, yeah, too. Yeah, no, he, was, he, he, actually was, he actually played on a lot of other bands mm. in the beginning of his career, right? Right. Absolutely. It's good stuff, man. Now, when was this song a hit? In the 70s? Late 70s? Robin, calm down. Please. Robin is very disappointed with you and your usage of your computer. With I music. know how to fade down, Robin. <laughs> this, the, the, you, what do you we, agree Ennio, with that statement, Ennio Harry? Morticone. You know what Ennio Morticone? Do you think anybody said to him when he was playing the good, the bad, and the ugly? Think somebody in the other room Remember going. last <laughs> week when we were listening to Jim from Cheltenham? Yeah, some Italian dude. We got uh, any spaghetti in here. Uh, yeah, shut up. Banabla. Get Catsofire. And we were playing Jim from Cheltenham's, the, the, the bit from back in the day. Yeah. And the levels were all off. You couldn't hear you speaking. Yes, that, but that is what that, I'm trying to avoid. I know when it sounds right under me, Robin. I've had a lot of things under me, and well, I know when it sounds right, don't. and I know when it feels right. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Now, people are asking what the guy on the couch does now on the Twitch <laughs> The guy channel. on the couch. That's the great Colin Farrell. He's our researcher. He's putting yeah. stuff on Twitter. He's, he's managing the social media. Yes. By the way, is the Caleb Matumbo working today, or is he still talking No, he's on there. He's, I didn't so see him today. He's between, in Indianapolis. Between Conlon and Caleb, they have split social media up amongst, and Conlon handles, like, all of the Twitch and Instagram mm -hmm. and reposts and cuts up video, and Caleb does all of the other uh, Twitter and um, uh, the podcast audio, and they're busy. Yeah, these guys just like to, you know, get on here and rip me because I was filling out. I was looking a little tight in that Jamal Adams jersey last week. <laughs> exactly. You know I mean, I didn't take too kind of that, so I had to hit the track, but... You know what I mean, but yeah, no, I'm on, I'm on, uh, I'm on here working during the breaks and stuff, putting headliners, all that promoting and stuff out. It doesn't exactly. just happen. It doesn't just happen, Tone. They, what up, guy on the couch? <laughs> <laughs> That's Conlon Farrell, not Colin Farrell, the actor, or Conlon Thompson, our good friend, the football player, the football player yeah. from Temple University and Florida, Conlon. Farrell, ladies and gentlemen. And Dean, good job, guy on the couch. <laughs> that is now your nickname, guy, on the, guy on the couch. On the Jack couch. is Jack in the bag. Well, like you Steve are right, guy on the couch. Like Stephen Wright in uh, Half Baked, how he's just the guy on the couch. No one knows his name. No one has it. Exactly knows how he right. got there. Loved Stephen Wright. I do too. Let's go to the phone, shall we? Not Perry Farrell, of course, Harry. No. Let's go to Vincent in New Mexico. Vincent, what's going on out in the desert, man? Hello. Um, you know, Spaghetti Western, uh, does the name Lee Van Cleef ring a bell? Absolutely. The good, the bad. He was in yeah, the good, the bad, and the other. Oh, my God. What a, you know, what a, what a, he's the, I mean, that's what I think of, you know, with the, uh, but, you know, I, I kind of want to lighten the mood today, you know, Deshaun Jackson tries to divide everything. I'm, I'm more interested in the NBA bubble. And, uh, we have the NBA I, bubble man himself right here. He went to the bubble room down in Florida one year when he was driving oh, down. Yeah. Have you been to the bubble room, Harry, down in Florida? No, I have not. Well, see, I, I have a problem with Harry. I, you know, as a great Tommy Lasorda said, I don't particularly like smart guys like him. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
That was Mark. That was Mark. Uh, the great Mark. What's his name? I know. Miller. Yeah. Lasorda wouldn't have liked me either. No. <laughs> but Harry's saying, oh, these NBA guys, yeah, what the hell? Go to a bubble three months. What's the big deal? Well, Harry wouldn't last. I don't think he'd last 20 minutes in the bubble. But Really? You know, really? I live in a bubble. He doesn't even play for the <laughs> Nets, and he wouldn't live in the bubble. <laughs> I invented living in bubbles. <laughs> Nobody loves bubbles more than I do. I have like five bubble machines. Yeah, there's like there's like five people I come in contact with on a on a monthly basis. That's a bubble. Yeah, Harry would be the easiest contact tracer oh, yeah. of all time. No doubt. He only is around five people. <laughs> Did any of them I'm touch not, you? No, just my wife. It's going to be a fascinating uh, study of humanity. The bubble. You know, you stick uh, all these guys. In you know Orlando for three months, and you of course are going to Corona test them. And Adam Silver at a uh, uh, Zoom conference just recently, they're going to also have psychological tests once a week. Mm-hmm. You know for all the you know, the players, but the media and the coaches. And you know there's going to be, you know there's going to be people that are going to get out, try and break out of the bubble. Oh, I mean it's, they will. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about it. And they're going to have positive yeah. tests. And remember, they're in a they're in a contained situation where they know the hotels where they're in. Mm-hmm. Now imagine baseball players who get to go home every night right. with their families and then travel to the other stadiums. Exactly. You so, know. you know. But again, I'm but, not one of these people who's going crazy about. Oh my God, everybody's going to die. Yeah. The death rate in this well, thing oh, is oh. down to almost nothing from June. But Adam Silver from, had from, to address. Adam Silver had to address the issue of possible. It's kind of like the three strikes and you're out if you try and break out of the bubble. Mm-hmm. Now, this applies to the players, the media, and the coaches. So it's kind of three different things. Uh, you know, and your first offense, eh, okay, it's a $1,000 fine. The second offense, it, it's 10000 uh, The third is 20000 but you get attacked on an, an additional 30 days to stay in the bubble. So... Yeah, do you think a twenty or fifty thousand dollar fine to no. these guys is going to make any difference for this, especially the the key players? That's the money they have in their front left pocket when they exactly. leave the bubble. Good stuff. That's a good call out there now. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at um, the real Mike KB on Twitter. We're trying to run him down for the show. Michael Kasky Blomain uh, does a great job with the NBA. He says Joel Embiid thinks staying in the quote unquote bubble in Orlando will be easy for him because he said all he does is play video games. He says he doesn't drink or go out. So he'll just so be in his bring hotel the Chick-fil-A room. to him and the all Chick-fil-A the other stuff, the, the yeah, fast foods. Yeah, and his uh, PS4 or whatever he's using. What's Joel Embiid's DoorDash bill going to be looking uh-huh. like by the end of this Orlando? You know, I mean, if they're one and done, maybe you know, I mean, he can keep it under a grand. But they make a run. We could be seeing, you know, I mean, a pretty hefty bill that the. Doesn't mean you think he's concerned about DoorDash? No, he's not concerned by the way, see, about DoorDash. Bills. Got bought out. They did. So all these companies, Uber now bought, you know, Uber has Uber Eats, mm. but they bought this other food company called, I didn't even know it existed. Uber Eats? No, no, that's a different one, and that's in New Mexico, by the way. The other company they bought out yesterday for $2.5 billion. That's a weird name, and I never even heard of it. Mm. Postmates. Postmates. I thought it was like a stick it note yeah. company. Postmates, so they bought them out because there's a big war going on for all these food delivering companies. They're like worth billions of dollars. Two point wow. six and a half billion dollars. Uber wow. bought Postmates because they want to compete 
what the, 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 the granddaddy of them all, which is DoorDash, I believe. Mm. And then DoorDash just bought out, what's the other company that's... that's uh, Grubhub? Grubhub, yeah. Grubhub was just sold for like a gazillion dollars. Who would have known that delivering food to people's houses would now all of a sudden be the greatest thing ever? No. Right? So Incredible. Somebody bought out Grubhub, right? Okay, hold on a sec. So the the company that is winning the delivery sales is Uber Eats. They have 23% of the market. Yeah, but DoorDash has 44. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, the, wait a minute. Yeah. Uber, Uber just bought... They already owned Uber Eats. They just bought Postmates, which is another percentage of the, the business. Room. You're looking. You got, it's got to be fresh news. This just happened last night, yesterday. Uber bought already yeah, owned DoorDash. Uber Eats. They bought no. They bought Postmates. Right. DoorDash. So DoorDash earned 44 percent of the U.S. consumers' meal delivery sales. Yes. And uh, then Grubhub had 23 percent, but right. somebody just bought out Grubhub. Mm. So they're, what they're happening? It's, it's just like everything else. There's only going to be two companies that basically run everything. Right. So all of these other companies that are taking a piece of the pie, Uber's going to buy them. They're going to get gobbled up. They're going to get gobbled up, just right. like phone companies did. Remember when we had to break Banks. up the monopoly? Yeah. We had to break up the phone monopoly. Ma Bell had to crash. So in other words, it's going to become a monopoly again. Exactly. There'll only be two companies doing everything. There's Under Grubhub, several different names. DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Postmates are the top. And then Amazon there. will probably buy them. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, do you see the stat that uh, we're talking about how much money Pat Mahomes going to make? Jeff Bezos, in six days, will make $500 billion. That's what he'll make in six days running Amazon and his empire. Million, you mean? Six, no, $500 million. $500 million, yeah. Five, Half a billion yeah. dollars in six days. Patrick Mahomes is going to have to work the next eight years to make. It's tough out there. Tough out there for pimps. Coming up in the next hour, we'll talk some golf too and take some more calls and get the scrapper lines going too, Harry. That's why we're yeah, here. Yeah, we need more. More, more, more. How do you like it? <laughs>